You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. So, so should we talk about like uh, axis of evil or or what? What are we doing here? I don't know. We should probably pronounce Iran correctly. Yeah, they might invade us, but they can't because they're soft. They are soft. Ohio State and Iran, huh? Just soft. Just a whole lot of not. I mean, both of those. Both of those programs. Whole lot of shit talking. Whole lot of oh, we're, you know, a lot of talking. Where are you at? Where are you at? Talk your shit, Greg. Talk your shit. Talk your shit. Um, I, I, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about some specific, specific decisions in a moment. But, uh, but yeah, talk your shit, Greg. You know what? It worked. Who cares? Yeah. Who cares? Doesn't matter. <laughs> worked. All right. Should we, should we get started? I feel like this is a good, good, good enough for a cold open. <laughs> Welcome to the Touchlines and Touchdowns podcast, the world's first and therefore greatest football football mashup podcast, a equal version of the Touchline Media Group because two nations from Group B are going to the knockout round, America and England. So uh, if you're not going to the knockout rounds, uh, you should probably pipe down a little bit. I'm your host, Asa, aka The Twig. Uh, we might be joined by my co-host, Napoleon Greg. Maybe not. I, I think that he. Uh, I think that he has work because it's like two o'clock on a Tuesday. That's when you book a two hour appointment, man. <laughs> Come on. We, 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 we know this. Uh, this episode is brought to you by the Smith workforce management group, whoever blue air sites put in paramount plus, uh, and strictly speaking, uh, freedom everywhere, because that's how that works. Uh, I'm joined by esteemed panelists, Ben and Kevin. Uh, let's just get right into it. Let's just, let's, 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 before we even get into the lineups and the interesting decisions and this and that, Y'all, we're, we're, we're through. This was a success. We said that we needed to get through to be successful, and we did it. Let's go. Greg Berhalter's streak of doing the bare fucking minimum to be successful continues for another 18 months. 
Like, dude, dude has consistently just done what was necessary and only what was necessary to be successful. Like going back to that, that nation's league uh, tournament in, in the summer of 2021, the gold cup qualification. And here we are in the world cup. And we said before, all right, well, you, you gotta, you gotta get through. Dude got through. Doesn't even matter what happens next. I have a glass of bourbon here for two reasons. One celebratory. Two, so maybe I'll stop shaking for a little bit. Oh yeah, I can't breathe. I mean, <laughs> this is like a calm me down liquor at four p.m. Don't ha- don't drink a lot of those. <laughs> no, it's like uh, yeah. I mean, whew. I I gotta tell you, um, I thought I you know let's let's do this. Let, let's 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 do the thing. Uh, okay, so Matt Turner, we're gonna go through and just give everybody their damn flowers. Matt Turner. Did the job. He is better at distribution than Zach Steffen. Ever was. Dimes today. Dimes last time out. Uh, didn't have to really do anything uh, like stopping the ball. But, dude, you cannot tell me at any point that we've seen Zach Steffen distribute the ball better than he has done in this tournament. And no. when he's needed to, he's made saves. Yeah. He, I mean, he's, he's given up zero goals in the run of play. And he right. guessed zero. right on the penalty he gave up. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if it's not Gareth Bale, like that's, that's a stop. I mean, Matt Turner, and I, I, I gotta tell you, like, like part of this is, is that I'm, I am freaking amped right now, but Matt Turner uh, going from not playing soccer until he was 17 years old, being a walk-on in college, not getting drafted into the MLS um, and, and shutting it down the way that he has. Don't want to hear another word about any other keeper for America. I don't until, think you will. until Gaga <laughs> is starting in the prem. <laughs> right. We'll in 2026. We'll, yeah. Discussion. Um, but like, you know what? Like you, you talk about like moments in time, right? Like, and, and players who like, just like stepped up when they need, when somebody needed them to step up and we will get to Christian, but man, Matt Turner for, through these three games has just done the job. And not only has he done the job, he's made it so that when passes go back and we're getting pressed, like we were for the last 30 minutes of that game, I don't even freak out anymore. There was one pass. I don't, I think it might have even been in like stoppage time where he like snaked it up the middle past a guy. And I'm like, oh, okay. I guess that worked. His pass to. Oh, yeah, that was kind of that, that. Yeah, that was it. He, he <laughs> chopped that one a little bit. That wasn't like a crisp. That wasn't like Manuel Neuer, like putting <laughs> one on a line to, to a, a midfielder. That was a little scary. Um, but you know what? In the, in the, in the way a goal that wasn't a goal, but was a goal. Um, Spiritually, it was a goal. Spiritually, it was a goal. But Turner had a phenomenal line-breaking pass to Weston McKinney there to trigger it. And like, yes, correct. Could you have said like, could you have even made that a possibility eighteen months ago? No, I mean because he's working on stuff there at Arsenal. Who knew? Who knew? Um, so I, I do want to say um, that there there were two changes from from our last lineup. Um, one of them was up top, which was just a, a return to, to, to our first game starter. And then, and then we got Cameron Carter Vickers. Yeah. Let's we talk about that for a second. All both right. The so decision and the outcome. My, my initial, my initial thought was, Oh, Zimmerman strained something in practice, like in, you know, in more in training or something. Mm-hmm. But my, my theory at this point is I think Burhalter thinks he's marginally better with the ball. And that was going to be, this whole game well at least until we scored a goal 
and, and he just decided to go the marginal, <laughs> the marginal better passer from him and Zimmerman. And then I didn't hate the uh, <laughs> Zimmerman designated header sub at the end. Yeah, we like like I I I, I got to tell you that was uh, that was wild. <laughs> like I again we'll 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 talk about subs in a second, but I I want to give Cameron Carter Vickers all of the credit, all of the credit because. While he is not as good as Tim Ream, because Tim Ream is somehow the best freaking central <laughs> defender in the history of America. I don't know when that happened, but it's it's what's gone on. Um, September? I, I like I don't like look, I've been watching Tim Ream for a long damn time and he's never been this good. This is like a three-month like flow state. <laughs> he's just like he's in the zone forever. Dude, dude has been nice. Nice timing with with figuring out when to have the the games of your life, right? Yeah, he, yeah is, is there a better time to peak? Is he legitimately thirty? How old is he? Is he 34? 35. He's, thirty five. He's. I, I mean, I'm 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 less than a month off from it, and uh, <laughs> let me tell you, I'm nowhere near my peak. So I respect the hell out of this guy for everything that he's doing. Right. That uh, that Pep Guardiola in. comment is getting more and more prescient. As yeah. The, uh, as the tournament wears on here, I thought that was coach speak, but you know what? Three games into this tournament, I'm like. Is is he that much worse than Americ Laporte? I don't know. And let's just jump ahead. I think Netherlands is actually a pretty decent matchup for us. So we'll get we'll get there. We we let's enjoy this, right? Yeah. Like twenty. We're, we're not in a twenty four hour rule, like, but we're certainly in in in, in a twenty four. I thought it was rule. France. I don't know what happened. I don't know how I got my like bracket wrong. I, I, I thought, it, thought was it was France too. Um, I think that we were told it was France, and then it is not France. Yeah, um, France on the other side of the bracket. I'm pretty sure. Welcome in, Greg. Oh, yeah. Thanks. Greg's here. So, so what, we only got, like, what, three games till we play France? Yeah, give or take. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. <laughs> I like your attitude. Um, so, I, uh, Tim Ream, Flow State, um, phenomenal. His, his I, I got to tell you, and, like, it's it's funny the way that these things work. Because for a year and change now, we were talking about how we really need someone back there who can settle things down who can play with the ball at their feet, who can relieve pressure. And we thought it was John Brooks. And it is not John Brooks. It is Tim uh, Adult Ream. Um, <laughs> that that dude has 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 solidified. Like, you become a hero. Who, who is that? Uh, like, I'm, I'm, I'm getting out of my depth here. But there was an American hockey player who just, like, went off on Canada one time. DJ um, Oshie. Yep, him. And for, like... For, for forever, he will be known as that guy from that tournament. And I don't know if he's a good hockey player. Otherwise, I don't know if he's like been successful in his career. But like for wider wider knowledge for me, like I know that dude. I don't know hockey players. I know that dude because he went off in a big game. And Tim Ream has that has that now. So I was a teacher for nearly twenty years, and at one point we had this training called being a solid object. And basically, it was like you're in a room full of children, some of whom come from you know, not great backgrounds. I taught in like an inner city school and like, they're going to test you emotionally and hit you for a reaction. And your job is to be stable. Your job is to, you know what? You don't get upset. You're the adult in the room. You have to remain there solid object so that they have something they can depend on. I mean, Tim Ream is that for the U S like he's got a whole bunch of 22 year olds out there trying their best. They've never done anything like this before. And when you get the ball to Tim, it's going to be okay. Or when the ball gets, you know, crossed in his area, it's going to be okay. It's going to be fine. Um, and and in light of that, this was the youngest, I think this was the youngest starting lineup 
in the World Cup so far. With had, Tim Ream in the line. With Tim Ream. <laughs> you had a 35-year-old, and I don't, I don't, was anybody else over the age of 24? Brings up the, uh, brings up the, uh, the mean, not the median. <laughs> what were you trying to say there, Kevin? Well, I was going to say that the other thing with Ream that I've been really pleased with, it, I was worried that he would possibly get exposed for a, a lack of athleticism. There hasn't been a moment where I felt like the the Nations League final when when Diego Linus like just kind of seemingly just crossed the guy up and, and like he couldn't hang. Well, he was at left back too. True. I guess you're asking him to do a little bit different of a job, but he has been every bit up to the challenge no matter who he's had to 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 play against um in this tournament yeah and the group is set up well for reem too because you know wales and iran i'm gonna say iran just to be insulting wales and iran Iran. um, yes uh, i'm sorry so far away (laughs) back back home back home back home go back home you can you 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 ran back to 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 home Go anyway, figure out your own country. Those two teams both want to sit behind the ball and counter. Um, so you're going to have a lot of the ball, which is, you know, good state yeah. of things for Tim Ream. And even England, like, like they've got fast, tricky wingers, but they're not, you know, they're not Brazil. They're not France. They're, you know, so it, I don't know. It was just like a good group for him to, uh, to be, you know, a big part of. He was, I mean, look, like there's, there's, there's not much that we can say about Tim Ream that, that like would, would overstate the impact that he's had on this team and in these games. Um, he has, he, he has made this team work. Right. And, and it's him. And, and, and again, like we talked about CCV Walker Zimmerman coming off the, like getting benched after straight up being the guy back there for, I mean, it's been what, 12 months. Well, and the other thing is, so like Reem has been my highest graded player the first two matches and in both matches, Walker Zimmerman made the biggest mistake of the match against, you know, he gave a PK against Wales and he had a pretty brutal turnover in like, I don't know, it was late, like the 95th minute or something mm-hmm. against um, England and, you know, it didn't bite him, but maybe, I don't know, maybe that played. I, into I, the I really do. Making. I never mind. Like, game state where oh Iran's gonna bonker we're gonna have all of this we need ball playing center backs his distribution in a in a game where we were you know had a lot of the ball was a big problem um against against England I really think that that kind of made Greg's mind up like he, well, no. he's had a rough tournament as as a it. certified Walker Zimmerman like MLS Stan <laughs> I, I mean no the 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 best players and the best performances have, have, have been from the guys that you had expected to be. And it's not been, you know, their MLS players. Well, another thing to think about too, is, you know, CCV plays in the old firm Derby. Like this might actually be a step down in intensity. <laughs> right. No, he, he is, <laughs> he, he plays, you know, I mean, as a defender, I guess the champions league ball that he plays actually is probably super high pressure. Cause you know, he's, he has to That's defend for his life. I mean, say what That's you want. What I was going to say, yeah. Say what you want about the Scottish league, but like he's playing Champions League, and that you know the the, the old firm is is no joke. Three games a year, oh, yeah. three games a right. year, he is under significantly more pressure than he was in, on in this game. Plus the Champions League games where Medi Taremi cannot play; he's not good enough to play, really. Um, so, I mean, also, I, I you know, in terms of Walker Zimmerman, like yeah, he's had a tough tournament, 
but when this game became a a, a, a a championship game, you know, like an English championship game where the ball was just in the air, he was just ready. He was ready I, to go. Yeah. I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to watch it again, but I'm not sure he was even part of the back line. He might have just been like a like literally like free hitter, like yeah. go find ball, hit ball. Libero. Like yeah. like you can call it whatever you want. Like uh what what we what otherwise we would call uh a robber in football, like guy who's yeah. yeah, guy whose job it is to make sure the ball doesn't go where it shouldn't go. Great, cool. Um in terms of the the fullbacks, um Jedi. I don't know how he has legs. The amount that that dude runs and the speed with which he runs is is well, incomprehensible. To me. Remember a, a while back, I, I think I, I forget if it was a tweet or Reddit or whatever. Somebody described him as a person who's not very good at FIFA controlling a really good player. <laughs> like he's so fast. He's, he's so good fast. Def- he's a good defender. He's got legs for days. And then just like, I don't know, maybe when he's tired, he doesn't run slower. Maybe his touch gets worse as he gets more tired. Because the, there the, were some brutal yeah. touches out there. Oh, yeah. yeah. But but it, it almost like, it was one of those things where it was like, we could have we could have killed that game probably two or three times, including the way a, the way a goal, which was a goal. Um, but each time we had a chance to kill it off, it was because Jedi was fast. Like, he was open and there was a moment. Well, there was that three on one that we somehow didn't get a also shot. That. Um, also that. Also yeah, that. Again, we were... will talk about the attackers soon. <laughs> um, yeah, okay, fair. <laughs> but 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 I thought Jedi, I mean, look, like when that game got tight, right? And that's the last 20, 25 minutes, 30 minutes with stoppage time, I guess. Um, he was just up for it, right? Like I, I, I can think of one really bad moment for him, which was when he didn't go full on into that challenge ball popped up and he's out of position and it's it's a, a free Iranian player on sort of the right edge of the box the attacking right edge of the box um but aside from that moment which of course Tyler Adams made okay and we will talk about Tyler Adams in a moment um but I I Jedi just does this and like look there's going to be a moment there's going to be a moment late in a game where Jedi has to deal with a subbed on winger who wants to score as opposed to the sub down winger in the England game who didn't. And he's going to, he's, he's going to, he's going to have a problem, but against the best in the world, he's just stood up. He's just been good enough every single time. Um, and, and that's just, there's something to that about not having to worry about having a back left back, backup left back. We have been talking for really my entire life, but really the last two years about, Oh, we need a backup left back. We need a backup left back. We need somebody else who can play left back. No, we don't. <laughs> no, we he's don't. Going to play every single he's minute. Going to, he's going to play every single minute. It, it's well, a good thing that he's just an absolute physical specimen because he, the style of of fullback that he likes to play, um, is incredibly intense in the first place, and then he's asked to basically go two seventy every time that we have th- uh, you know a clump of three games. So, uh, good on you, dude. Good on you. Yep. And I, I, we've talked about this before. Like, he's the best left back in U.S. history. Like, is he perfect? No. Is he going to play for Madrid? No. Is he good enough to do the job? Yeah. He's a mid-table Premier League left back, which, you know, four or five years ago, we would have loved to have one player from a mid-table Premier League team, like, on our roster. Yeah. He's, he's just phenomenal. Um, and that, and that's not to take away from our other fullback, 
who I swear to you, if Serginho Dest had the stamina of Jedi Robinson, he would, he would be the best player in the world. When he's, when he's like, when he has his energy, he does whatever he wants. It's, it's, it's wild to watch him just like decide as a fullback, as a defender, primary defender, I'm going to dribble through five people now and get a shot off. Granted it got blocked, but like, I, I, I don't understand. I understand why every single manager who gets him immediately is like, oh, he's a starter. He is. And you understand why the Netherlands desperately wanted him to commit to the Netherlands. Um, but he, I mean, look, when, again, like when defense was required of him, he was there. Right. He it's, never, it's, never, it's never been about ability with him. Yeah. I mean, like the whole, like, maybe you can win headers over him because he's kind of short. All right, fine. Whatever. I mean, most, most fullbacks aren't the tallest people in the world, but like when he's engaged and wants to, like, he's legitimately a really, really good defender. And he's obviously offensively, you know, among the what top 20 in the world, probably, probably. I mean, and then oh, I just lost my train of thought in the middle of it. Oh yeah. It seems like uh, there's two or three guys that are trying to play themselves 90 minutes fit as this tournament goes along. Bless. And he's one of them. Like yeah. Musa, I think, we, I think Greg has just decided that two of the three of MMA have to be on the field. So Eunice, Suck it up. Suck it up. <laughs> I, I, again, again, we'll talk, we'll talk about midfielders in a second, but um, Eunice Musa uh, has like won my eternal admiration because he was gassed. He was a he dog. Yeah. Not, he was dead. He was dead on his feet and it didn't mm. matter. He kept digging. He kept going. But, um, you know, I thought, I thought Serginho played phenomenally. Um, I think everything that he was supposed to do, he did. Um, and then when Shaq Moore came on, uh, he almost came up a goal. Um, so I don't know. Maybe maybe he's not the guy there. Well, but I, yeah, I, I, mean, I don't we'll know who it was. Subs later, but yeah. like, we, clearly Greg does not trust Joe Scali for whatever reason. And Serginho Dust isn't 90 minutes fit. So let's hope that doesn't bite us at some point. Certainly think- the next, next team we oh, play it- doesn't have any very, very scary wingers, do they? No, I think Arjun Robin retired. I think we're good. Oh, good. Steven Bergvine, uh, you heard it here first. Not scary. <laughs> I think you, of all people, should know the answer to that. Yeah, yeah. Very good. Very fun. Um, okay, so... Hey, maybe, wait, maybe you get 90 on the desk next time because he wants to prove to Netherlands that uh, th- he made the right choice. This could be a revenge game for him. Oh, yeah, yeah, I think 100%. if any... I think Des is the closest uh, U.S. soccer analogy we have to wrestle... Uh, Westbrook so you know that pet pettiness is the only thing that fuels him yeah dude dude is going to be very very up for that game I think um but in terms of so so I'm going to normally we would talk about the midfield sort of as a unit until the break we're gonna be we're gonna be talking about Tyler Adams because just as a unit first though we've had the better midfield against Wales England and Iran yes not not exaggerating by far like it's it it has not been a question. Our mid group and B group like and you look at it and you you say to yourself like, is there is is there a time in your in in, in American history, American soccer history, where we've had the better midfield against a World Cup caliber team? No. Who is who is the Dutch midfield? I have to I have to Google Frank, that. Frankie sure. Frankie De Jong, uh, Cody Gakpo, and 
Somebody? I, I don't care about pronunciation. That sounds okay. <laughs> um, uh, I'm looking at it now. I guess I guess maybe Steven Bergkreis? I, I, thought the, Gak, I thought Gakpo was a winger, is he not? I thought he was they've been playing him. They've been playing him up, but I don't know if he actually is considered they a winger. They started Klassen, De Jong, and Darun. I don't even know who Darun is. He's for Atalanta, and he is 31. Okay. He's the singer of Sandstorm. Uh, no, that's Barbara Streisand. That's Duck Sauce. Um, although, I guess shout out to Sandstorm. We, we, we didn't give enough credit to uh, South Carolina, but Shane Beamer, do your thing. Anyways, Tyler Adams um, is my captain forever. Never take oh the God. armband off of him. Dude is a dog. Can we check the transfer market, like uh, like how much he's worth graph right now, just so we can see it. Like <laughs> double it. Picking up just double life. it. <laughs> just double it. What, whatever it is, just double it. I mean, because first, first he had the incredible moment of poise in that presser yesterday that made me like proud that he was an oh, American. Yeah. Like what an amazing like representative to, to send up there the way that he, that he, handled that question completely di- and, and like oh, he handled it like in so, such a classy way but also oh also it, the the manner in which he like very slyly and subtly told that journalist to go fuck himself yeah oh. like the only thing that matters is 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 that there's progress and process exactly uh, right tyler for everything else you've done in this world cup awesome job with, like, with, like, with how you conducted yourself also diplomacy amazing. also yes. middle finger via uh, diplomacy like i would have forgiven him if you'd just been like screw you dude Hey, but no, he actually did much better than my 41-year-old immature self. Yeah. I mean, like, as, you know, as our forefather, uh, Goose, said, he was working on his international relations. <laughs> well, I was going to say, I mean, is it, are we getting ahead of ourselves to say, what, three more World Cups for Tyler Adams? And what, when he turns 45, presidency? Uh, why are we waiting till 45? Is it, for, no, I, I don't know. 35. 35. You can run for president at 35? Correct. Oh, wow. People used to die a lot earlier. As it turns out, we, we don't, we didn't always have 81 year old presidents. That was Politicians don't even answer the question you ask them. Somehow Tyler Adams manages to answer it and give like a mini sermon. It's amazing. Yeah, it was awesome. Also, like I, it, if I were him, I, I would have, I'm, I'm like you, like I probably would have like done the, the nice little thing he did and then just been like, um, but just, you know, since you're, you're talking about Iran or, or Iran, um, how are, how are the Jews doing? There used to be a lot. Are there any? Left? No? Interesting. Where'd they go? How about the those those um LGBT people? No? None of them? Okay, cool. I, I think the reason that he managed to have such a mature response as opposed to, you know, what any of the rest of us frankly would do is that I'm guessing Tyler Adams has thought about that question quite a bit. Yeah. And, uh, you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's something that he's had to contend with, which uh, thankfully none of us have had to, uh, you know, privilege privilege aside he's he's had to consider that for a while and he you know what and he's he's been around the world at this point he's he's been in different situations and he handled it like a pro do you know what else he handed like a pro soccer he handled the soccer like a pro <laughs> because any it's 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 wild to watch a game and and look like i come from you know obviously like i think about things in in football terms or basketball terms it's weird having a player who can just make everything okay on the back end and the best like football defenses have a safety who just makes it okay. Like you can make mistakes and he will just be there and it will be fine. Um, and Tyler Adams makes everything okay. Yeah. Every time there's there. like a threatening situation developing, you're like, oh, there's a center back that's popped out. Oh, wait, Adams is in that hole. Oh, there's a guy up the wing. Oh, Adams is chasing him. Uh, and then he actually reprimands the guy who was out of position right. <laughs> angrily. It's amazing. 
it's, it's, it's just like a perfect captain, right? Like you, you can, you, you, if you get too far up the field, usually Jedi, sometimes Serginio, he will make it okay. And then he'll tell you that you're an idiot. And it was, it was, it's, it's, it's so awesome to watch because look, he's not Sergio Busquets. He never, probably never will be, but he made a ton of line breaking passes passes today. He hit a really, really nice ball to spring that three on one that got bumped. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. That was quite nice. It was, it was, and, and I think a lot of that is leads. I think that the way that Jesse Marsh wants to play, like where it's just like, counter and go counter and go yep. i think like it's it's sinking in and he's just like it, springing we could even use if, a little leads we dink around yeah. with it too much half the time yeah. when we turn it over even if that maybe even for our like prescribed game plan isn't perfectly leads i think that the speed of thought that adams and aronson have both had to play with in a very very competitive league um has directly translated to, to everything that they do um Aronson's like the same kind of way he kind of he, he played a weird 45 but I he asked still, he had a, a tough game today it, he got well I, it was tough because he's not a great like hold up winger we have someone on the bench who probably is a very good hold up winger and we'll probably get to them but um he, they both yeah. just want to this they want to like collect the ball they want to play fast and it, you know Adams isn't going to be Pirlo and and playing these like you know lob chips over the top but if he can just play fast passes and add it to everything else that he does at like a borderline world-class level, like he's a, be a very good player for the next six well, to 10 years. I mean, Asa, you just said he's not Sergio Busquets, but you know what? Sergio Busquets would suck for leads. True. No, like that's what I'm saying is that like, like remember, remember maybe it was like two, two or three years ago. Um, when he first got to Leipzig and and there was that like moment in time where we were all like, is there a better person at his profile than him? Right. He was like um, killing it for three months at like 19 or 20 or whatever he was. Yeah. It's like, would you, is there a player at his profile? Like that destroyer sex who you would rather have? And the answer was no. And he's getting back to that, but now he's added the, those line breaking passes mm-hmm. that playing direct. And it's, it's phenomenal to watch. And I, like, I don't think we're overstating that like, he he can hang against any midfield that we've seen. Can well, he hang against? It doesn't fit him perfectly, but I mean, he spent what a year, two years playing under Yuli Nagelsmann. Like mm-hmm. that's not exactly the profile that he probably fits the best, but like that's going to leave a mark. That's that's helpful. Mm-hmm. And and it's it's speaking it's, of it's, leaving marks. No, sorry. Kim <laughs> <laughs> got close like that. Uh, yeah, we'll 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 get to Christian in a moment, but. The reason why we haven't gotten to Christian yet is because, again, like, Captain Tyler Adams, like, my captain forever. Like, I want him to be wearing the armband in every serious game that we play from now until until he retires. Just tattoo it on his arm and then, like, give him a no sleep <laughs> shirt. Yeah. And that would be, it. honestly, that would be the most badass thing I've ever seen. <laughs> if, like, if he got, like, like, the captain armband tattooed on him, that would be awesome. That's, and then wore sleep. That'd be, like, when the, when the Reds wore their, like, their vest jerseys, and then all of them refused to wear undershirts. Amazing. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you know what else is amazing? Paramount Plus. Hey, everybody. Uh, is this a recorded ad read? It is. You have... <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Do it again. No, just keep going. Just keep going. UEFA Champions League Soccer is streaming on Paramount+. Plus. 
Nine months of heart-stopping, hold-your-breath exhilaration is underway with the biggest stars, top teams, you'll note not Arsenal, and craziest fan bases across Europe. Watch every match from the group stage through the knockout rounds as Benzema and Real Madrid defend their title, no, against Liverpool, no, Man City, yeah, probably, Chelsea, no, PSG, come on. Barcelona, now you guys are clearly just messing with us. And more, fire, in soccer's biggest (laughs) club competition. So don't miss a single sweat-soaked second of regulation time, stoppage time, and extra time. And stream every match of the UEFA Champions League live exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. Uh, we'll also note that you can watch Europa League and Conference League on, on Paramount+, Plus, but they're not going to advertise for that. Colazzo. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, so let's talk about. Um, do you want to do you want to talk about Wes and Kellen Costa, or, or can we give um, can we give all of the credit and flowers to Yunus Musa? Um, well, I I think let's hit Wes first because I don't know if you remember we've said this several times, but um, so none of the the weakness of that MMA midfield is that none of them are really creative, um, except like every four or five games you get a flash out of Wes. Guess what Wes did today? He flashed. Flash. <laughs> he hit, hit that the the assist before the goal to Dest, and then he had another one that he slipped somebody in. I forget. I am blanking off the top. It was of my it head. was on the three on one. He yeah. got the ball. Yeah, yeah. Um, he 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 dribbled up the middle and ma- and played that beautiful ball to Sergeant. But if you're getting if you're getting that out of McKenny, that midfield is even better than it already is. Yeah, I mean, and and like it's clear Wes is not ninety minutes fit. Um, but 70 minutes or 65 minutes or whatever he ended up going, I think 70, 70 minutes of West is so much better than our other options. Apparently I say apparently because apparently there's an option that might have been as good, but is not here. Well, um, let me just, all right. One, I'm not going to make up lies like a certain USMNT legend quote. Unquote. Uh, yeah. And, and that's probably because your, your wife didn't cheat on you. Turns out, turns out being a, uh, you know, a, a attention hungry diva does not always make for like a good team player. Um, Who knew? But anyway, I've, I've heard through a couple DMs and stuff that Reyna wasn't really going to play in the group stage. Like he wasn't healthy enough to, to t- take part. And I don't know what all the drama is. <laughs> yes, exactly. I don't know what all <laughs> the drama is with him not playing Somebody needs saying to. he's healthy or whatever, but. That's, I don't know, but I just hope he can go, you know, 30 minutes, 45 minutes if he has to in the, you know, on the knockout. So I, I think the thing is, is that Burhalter is, is, is like sort of missing the forest for the trees with this whole thing, right? Like he's decided for the first time in, as far as I'm aware, his history to put gamesmanship over player relationship. And I, I, I don't know why he's doing that because I, unless Gio knew this was coming. 
if Gio knew this was coming, then fine. But if he knew this was coming, why play him against England? It's just a weird thing. Like, why does Gio say one thing and Greg say another, and then they have to talk about it more? Like, just get on the same page. It's really not that hard. But I, I, I want to give flowers to Yunus Musa because there, there are not a lot of things that make me go from like, like, like make me truly a fan of someone, right? Like over the course of my like fan career, there's like, you know, five, 10 guys. But the absolute thing that will make me a fan is just gutting it out. Just like continuing to put in all of your effort over and over. And you could see at the end of that game, Eunice was gassed. He could right. not go. And then but you could also see like somebody get past him and have like the, my team needs me minute yeah. and then just sprint anyway. And like at the end of that game, he had a, a crucial turnover and then got fouled. And like, you could see, like, he was like ready to go down to a knee. <laughs> like, like he could, like, like he just did not have anything left and true. Like he truly emptied the tank. And he's yeah. going to go somewhere for a ton of money that um, uh, he's not on Twitter anymore, which makes me sad. But that Mark Howell, Santi, Suzeta guy yeah. basically has said, like, he's gone. Like Valencia is about to sell him for like 60, 80 million pounds or euros or whatever. I don't know yeah. to who, but he, he's moving somewhere. And every every one of these performances is just adding another five, ten to that to that price tag. I'm, I, it's, it's like it's and, and watching him play not only like the spirit, not only like the, 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 the fire, but like dude, dude is like the technically most sound that I've, I've seen out of a midfielder. Like he just keeps the ball. And like, again, like, I I know that we keep saying this, but like, do we have someone in our history like that? You're going to laugh at this. And I've thought this before with him and he is, he is much more direct and and there is end product, but he kind of sometimes almost reminds me of Nagby where it's like, he just, his body position, he, 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 he gets like reaches and touches the balls that you wouldn't expect. And now Nagby's problem was, it was like three times a year. He would like actually turn on somebody and like go, whereas Musa does that like three times a half. Um, but there's like certain elements where I just, the, his body positioning is so smart. He gets like such a wide base, like the dude, the, Give me like three months. The guy could be like a, a D2 power forward. Like he's got right. that base. He just, he understands like positioning and, and like angles so well when it comes to having someone like beside him and he has to close them out for a ball. Well, he's also Nagby, Nagby plus like three inches and 30 pounds. That That's like, also helpful. I, I, I will say also he, he, he doesn't have that um, Nagby zone instinct quite yet because he's 20. Um, as of today, Mazel Tov, happy birthday, Yunus Musa. Um, but but like he doesn't have that like oh I'm 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 in the Nagby zone. Which dear listener, if you don't know that, it's basically the like uh, I would say like the thirty to the forty five yard line, where he's just like the most dangerous, scary person in the world. Um, yeah. But uh, um, but he just like really really like he just emptied the tank, and and I have so much time for that. Um, and then in terms of the sub, Kellen Acosta came in and man, is he not at this level? <laughs> and you know what? It went okay. Like the last time he had like one horrific turnover in the, whatever the 20 minutes he was on, but this time he just avoided like, but he just avoided the ball. <laughs> yeah. Just kick the crap. Ah, I really, I really needed the Kevin, the, the Kevin, the uh, Kellen Acosta redemption where he sinks that free kick. Yeah, uh, but, yeah, uh, I, was, I was pulling hard for that in my but, house. Musa, I don't know, uh, called I, seniority I of more caps or what? I don't even know what that is. Yeah, it's seniority of I'm better than you. Um, it I, does I think expose like the issue of like when you're up a goal and 
you're gassed. Our best subs are attackers for the first time in like, not in the history of the S, but like our best subs are, are players who want to go forward. There aren't these obvious, like feel good subs to bring in off the bench should be like, Oh, okay. And you're going to help us see the game out. It's like, shit. Right? <laughs> there, there, you look down the bench and there's nobody who's like, ah, oh, they're going to calm this down and make this better. <laughs> right. Well, and we've talked about this before. Like our trustworthy subs are Brendan Aronson. And then I guess you can sub out a forward because they're all the same. <laughs> yeah, just although Sergeant looked good today. Sergeant. Sergeant looked great. Is he healthy? By the way, I haven't seen anything yet. I looked bad. He, apparently, bad. he was crying after, and that looks like a at best it's a hyperextended knee, and he's done for the next three weeks. And at worst, that's a torn knee, and and we'll see him in in September. I'm trying to stay happy, but yeah, him and I saw like a tweet that Polistic like went to the hospital. It's like an abdomen injury. Yeah, he might have like. <laughs> like extorted testicles or yeah. something like oh done like that <laughs> it was so, I mean, that was a, like a full-on knee to the groin from a 200 yeah. pound man like diving mm-hmm. um so just talking about the the, the forwards um the testicles um so the the play of our front three our starting front three was just again like like in a game where you needed to unlock a defense and you need you were gonna have a lot of the ball and you had to go do something all of them did something. And what was so fascinating to me is that when Christian went out, right, Josh stepped up. Josh was like, okay, I need to be the best player up here because Weya does the Weya thing. But like Aronson can't, is too small to, to do what needed to be done in this game. And he doesn't have the technical ability to dribble the way that Christian does. So when push came to shove until, until he got hurt, um, Sergeant was just like ready to get the ball, play it up, do what, what he, what he could do. And it was, it was like, again, like we've talked about this a few times, but it's like, you can see why Greg Berhalter set up a system that featured basically what Josh Sargent is good at. He just put together a great game. And, and, and if he's not healthy, if he's not healthy, that sucks going yeah. forward. Um, because Haji Wright, as much as, as, as he, we, we, you know, see him as a goal scorer, eh, eh, Josh, I'll say this late in that game, Josh Sargent, instead of taking an extra dribble, recycles the ball up to Aaronson and Aaronson one-on-one with the goalie. Um, yeah, I mean, Haji Wright could have ended that game, you know, 30 seconds earlier if he'd taken it to the corner instead of weakly rolling a ball towards the net. Yeah. I don't know what the hell that was. Um, but but in terms of, of Christian, I, again, like there was, there's, there's been so much, I think just because of the nature of, of soccer discourse, there's like, remember that time period where people were like, Polisic probably shouldn't start over. Um, no, there, there, there's a difference between form and class and talent and Christian Polisic with Gio Reyna not available is our most talented player. He can do things nobody else can do. And he's been able to do those things for a long time. And that goal he scored today is perfect for what, like, he is really good at arriving late in the Mm -hmm. box on the weak side. Mm -hmm. And, like, that's where a ton of his goals come from. He hasn't, aside from that, you know, like, restart, four-month stretch, where he was, like, you know, Ballon d'Or winner for a brief second. Like, he's not really going to dribble through the defense and score goals. Like, once in a while, he'll make a guy and, you know, get himself free. But for the most part, you want him doing that. I, I do also want to say that like outside of like, like he took one touch too many, but that dribble up the seam yes. was it, like watching him like turn on the jets and just like 
just yeah. two defenders who were like step for step with him was like, wow, whoa. And he's had, I, go ahead, Kevin. Was, he's had a very good tournament. He's played three very good games and he's, I don't know, maybe an inch, inch and a half on that crossbar shot against England from having a like people around the world are talking about the tournament that Pulisic is having kind of, if, if he had scored mm-hmm. like a game winner against England, especially uh, with that shot. Yeah. It, it, it really, I haven't really fully processed like the, the true like reality of, okay, like this is the world cup. This is the round of 16. Like I know what I'm watching, but like, I kind of forget that like, this is it. And maybe because it's like a weird time of year, I don't know what the deal is, but like we are into the round of 16 and like, the world is watching our games and watching us play and play pretty well for long stretches. So that's pretty cool. And politics. So- soccer, soccer countries are watching our team and saying that midfield's a problem or, you know, Christian, Christian Pulisic is like a dude. Well, um, and also Tim I, way, Tim way is about to get bought for a lot of money. <laughs> Tim well, way is not going to be a rotational squad player no. for something in, in league uh, for very long. No, two, no, two no. things, two things about what you said there, Kevin, one, I kind of agree with like this being a weird world cup um, because like for me, it, I, I was always a teacher during it. So like I would just get up and watch soccer all day and I hate baseball. So it's just soccer. Like right now, like the Lions played Thursday, U.S. played Friday, Michigan, Ohio State was Saturday. Good point. NFL games were Sunday. Like just my attention is much more divided. Like I haven't even watched that many random games. And usually I watch like 90% of the World Cup games. And it's just, it, it's not the same. And, and I know this is just a U.S. thing. This isn't a rest of the world thing. But usually it like has more of the sporting attention than it's getting right now just because it's, you know, much more fractured. Um, but then the other thing is I, I'm trying to, this is back to Pulisic now. Um, I'm trying, I can't like, I'm torn whether it's a feature or it's a bug because Pulisic consistently holds it just a half beat longer than you want him to. And I think that's, you know, that's why he gets fouled so much. And I think that's partially why he can be dangerous because he's like drawing guys. And at the, just even past the last second, he, he can release it and set somebody free. But then multiple times I'm like he, pass it he, he's the oh he got fouled or you know we lost the ball so I, I don't know I, I think this is just something that is just going to be part of who he is and I need to so, stop like making myself a Kramer here and it's been going on for hours <laughs> um I'm I want to give an analogy here that I think is is probably pretty apt for those of you over the age of call it 35 um and what Christian Pulisic is is he is a freshman running a triple option right now and he's holding the ball to the last possible second before he pitches. And a lot of the time he's getting stopped for two yard gains because he's not able to pitch the ball when he wants to. But as a senior, he'll be making that pitch like he's Tommy Frazier or Eric Crouch or whatever. Um, and I think that like what's gone on with him and what's going on with him is that he he understands that. Like, it's not like he doesn't watch the gates. It's not like he doesn't have like a a measure of reflection about himself. But he is, he, his holding it just a half beat too long is going to disappear in the next four years because it has to, right? Like, I, I don't think that, that he wants to get kicked in the shins for the next four years until 2026. I mean, he's a 23 year old winger, man. That's like, yeah. that's, that's your peak for a winger. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, but I, I, I do want to say about, about Aronson, um, this wasn't his game. 
this this was a very weird game for him. And I think that there's a lot of things that Brendan Aronson does really well. Um, this sitting back and defending uh, as you sort of hold on for dear life is not his his deal. Well, I really liked him when he came on. Like when he first came on, he yeah. tried two or three of those like line splitting slip passes that he likes. But mm-hmm. he's like the, I don't know, volume shooter. Like they're not all going to go in, but let him shoot. Like this was not a game where he was going to get like, cause we didn't want to lose the ball all the time. Like for leads, it doesn't matter. Like you can try to, you know, get Rodrigo in on goal. And if we lose it, oh, well, who cares? We don't really want the ball anyway. Um, yeah. This, this was not the game state for him. <laughs> no, today. no. And, and I think he probably wasn't, I mean, obviously wasn't the plan for Christian to come off at half. Um, but I think that, that against a team like Netherlands, if Christian, you know, heaven forbid, can't go. Um, I, I don't think that that's a terrible game for, Aaron, for Aronson, well, um, and I, where I we're know, not going to have a ton of the ball. I know Reyna, I, I don't know, Reyna, this, like Reyna not being healthy throws this off, but like in a tournament setting, having four good wingers to split the minutes between isn't a problem. It, it should be like, a, hey, we can roll these guys and keep them fresh throughout these four games. Um, but I don't know. We don't really seem that interested in doing it. No, it's just, it's just Aronson comes on as a sub. And then if like there's the a second minute. Yep. <laughs> um, so, so just sort of to, to put a bow on this un- until <clears throat> we go on to and, and, and preview Netherlands such as it is, um, I appear to have gone silent there, but uh, just to put a bow on it, put, you know, sort of to, to preview Netherlands um, and, and, and look backwards. Um, the end of this game looked a whole lot like the uh, PFOC cameo against Mexico. That's what I was thinking when, when Haji Wright came on. I was like, oh, we've done this before. And just like sit back, absorb pressure. Please, God, hold on for dear life. Thank you, Matt Turner, for being Matt Turner. Um, but more than that is that we missed the last World Cup, right? We haven't been to the round of 16. Um, did we make it into 2014? Yes, yeah. that was the Belgium game. Um, so, you know, we're, we're, we're sort of, you know, I, I hate to Texas this, but like, we're back. We're, we're back sort of like, (laughs) Uh, no, you, no, why would you say that? Because when I say, say because when I say we're back, I'm not saying like, we're back to being contenders because we never were. What I'm saying is like, we're back to being at the bare minimum of a competent, good soccer country, which is round of 16. And now we're playing with house money against a team that's supposed to beat us. And I've used this comparison before, but back when poker was a thing, there was a guy named Sammy Farha who was like a cash game player that would take the money from pros and was irritated that all these amateurs were coming in because they play weird. Like the U S is set up to take a pro's money. So you know what, you know, another ones might beat us, but I feel pretty good that we're going to be able to turn them over a couple of times and maybe do something with it. I mean, the thing is, is that like, if if you're in a situation in which you're you're playing against a 31 year old Virgil Van Dyke and a 30 year old Stephen Devry, 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 um, like I don't hate our 23 year olds against their 30 year olds. Well, and you know? there's going to be very very few midfields in the world that are going to be able to cover more ground and be more annoying than ours. Ours is super super annoying. <laughs> <laughs> there's a. Uh... There's a uh, Robert Mays, I think is his name. There's an NFL guy I like. And he was like, the Tennessee Titans whole like identity is this three hours is going to be unpleasant for you. And that's basically the U.S. midfield. Like this 90 minutes is going to suck. You might beat us, but it's going to be annoying. You're, you're, you're not going to want to do what is about to happen. 
Um, D'Antonio Ball at its best was that. Just like, oh, this is miserable. I don't, I don't want to do this. Michigan under Harbaugh is a little bit like that, where it's like, I don't want to get hit in the face for three and a half hours. I really don't. And our our defense is sort of like, hey, do you want to do you want to get pushed and prodded and run past over and over again? Because that's what we're going to do. Um, and I got to tell you, like, whether it's it's Zimmerman or Carter Vickers, and and whether it's Aronson or Polisic or whether it's Wright or 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 Sergeant, like this team has has cemented itself as competent, good soccer. You didn't humiliate us on the world stage, and that's literally all we're looking for. This World Cup is like Greg's Burhalter's World Cup cycle is a success. Like, I mean, I guess they could lose six to nothing or something, and whatever. Maybe you know that changes the narrative or whatever. But for the most part, Burhalter gets to look back and say, "Hey, I won the Gold Cup. I won the Nations League. We made it out of the group at the you know we drew England, made it out of the group at the World Cup." You know, we we made it here. This is this is a successful cycle. I'd have to Absolutely. go back and watch some of the old like 2010, 2014 World Cup teams, but for very long sustained stretches of this group stage, like we played three games that I feel like we we drew two and won one, and I felt like we didn't get enough out of any of them. Like I felt like we should have beaten Wales. I feel like we got the better of England and I think that most of the world would agree. And we got the better of Iran today. Like, yep. The, per, like the, the subs have been my biggest issue. The, the weirdness of not bringing on Reina and uh, we can talk about him later about defensive subs versus like trying to influence game state. And like, how do you want to see a game out? There's like kind of two ways to do it. Um, but we've played some like pretty aggressive, pretty aesthetically pleasing stuff against some really good competition for at least 45 minutes a game going into this world cup. That's not necessarily what I expected to happen. Right. Yeah. I totally agree. And just to throw a theory at you on the subs, cause I get frustrated too. Like, like in the Wales game, like 50 minutes, you could tell guys were, you know, yeah. out on their feet. Um, my, all right. So this is just spitballing here. I think Greg wants to have the pen last. Like I think he wants to react to their changes, not yeah. make his own first. And that could just, you know, think about the the situation we've been in. Like we were up one zero against Wales. I mean, England, I'm not sure because we were tied. I don't know if maybe this like doesn't go with that theory, but again, we were up against Iran. So like, I think he wants to see what they're going to do and then yeah. think about it and react to that. Now I would prefer he start earlier, but that's, that's my operating theory at the moment. Another that's thing about bad, that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I don't disagree with that. Another thing about that is that sometimes as a coach, you look down the bench and you're like, I, I, what? No, no. Like, I don't, I don't have an option here. And like, when you're looking at a, a tired Serginho desk and look, we can, we can all want Joe Scally, but like, you're looking down the bench and you're like, who can I put in to make this game better than a tired Serginho desk? So, and the answer so Coach is, Klein no. looks down the bench and says, go get him guys. And then grabs Bobby and says, you have to win this because none of these guys can do it. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's that it's, it's, it's like, what are you going to do? Like, okay. So he puts in Shaq Moore. Who else do you want? Reggie Cannon, Deandre Yedlin. Right. Like, no, they're, they're, what is they're... the better option? <laughs> exactly. And I, and I get my frustration and there's no way to like, you have to go back in time and like play it out exactly as the ball was, you know, lies. But when it feels like we start to lose control of these games late, 
and we're up, it's just, okay, well, it's time to like pack it in. Let's bring on defenders. I really just wonder, and I get that way. It does a ton of defensive work. And that was like, he's a very, he's very much a two-way guy. He's certainly a plus athlete, but man, having Gio Reyna dropping back to collect the ball instead of Haji, right. And I'm not even saying that you have to play him as a nine. I'm saying that like, how much would you really give up having him as like a auxiliary auxiliary outlet when you're already in a five man back line? I, th- I think it's, it's, it's just, I think Gio must be hurt. Like, like that's just, that's just all I've got. But like, yes. I think that there's, there's, there's something to the fact that like, I think that Greg does not necessarily agree with the idea that the best defense is possession. Um, and, and you can see that sort of late in games, but the best defense is possession. The best way to make sure that the other team doesn't score the ball is that they don't have the ball. Yeah. Those um, subs at the end of the game were like white knuckle, hang on subs, yeah, not like, like not like we're going to possess this and maybe score one and end it. Right. right. Um, and like, look, like may- maybe it could be that like when your midfield options are Kellen Acosta and shrug emoji and your forward options are um, Jordan Morris and Brendan Aronson, <laughs> like, yeah, maybe you just say like, all right, I can't, I can't, there is no option whereby I can possess the ball. So screw it. Right. Our, again, we've said this before, but our, our team is if rain is healthy, 13 players deep and you might not even say 13 because do you really count the the starting forward like all three of those guys are whatevers so right. like if without reina it's 12 players deep you have one trustworthy sub and again aronson isn't exactly the let's calm it down and work it around guys no and so and 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 if and and sergeant i think is getting there or got there and then is no longer there but like i do like having sergeant up there i think that he he does a ton of good yeah. um I think that like, and, and it's funny because we're like back to the thing about Sargent, which is Josh Sargent is an immaculate forward at everything other than the job of the well, center forward. And can people stop tweeting at me or messaging me telling me that LDLT is good too? Like clearly he's not. No. He's not he's playing. Not, he's not even he's not healthy. Stop. I refuse to stop. Saying that he's great and that, and there's like a guy on the scuffed uh, um, discord that's like a Christian Roldan, like an evangelist yeah. like go away dude dude it's and, and and i will say now is now is the time that like we we got to give our our credit to uh to greg berhalter aaron long and christian roldan have not sniffed the field and like i i, I and, and when push came to shove there were zero mls players on the field in this game um and like i i, I think that there's like like all the conspiracy theories blah 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 berhalter's not an idiot i think that he's he, he will push the envelope when he thinks he can um but when but but when push came to shove, it was like no no we 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 understand who needs to be on the field right now, um, and and look like part of that part of the reason that he made the decisions that he he clearly made is because he doesn't have any better options. Who are you going to put in to to take Wes off the field? Because it has been Aronson twice twice in this tournament. It's been Aronson, and he couldn't put Aronson in this time because he was already in the game. Now would I have preferred Aronson to go to the midfield and then Raina to come on instead of? Instead of Acosta, yes, yes, I would have preferred that, but clearly Reyna can't go. Well, and look back at the tournament as a whole. We have conceded one goal on a stupid ass foul from Walker Zimmerman. But was a foul. It was a foul. Right. But it was dumb as hell. Yeah, but like, have we given up like one good? I mean, I guess the the Harry Kane header off the corner or whatever. But like, we haven't conceded a chance from open play. Like. Our defense I mean, works. I, I, I get it. We're not like super exciting offensively, but we've scored two goals, given up one. We're playing the other one. 
see what happens. Yeah, there was and- like that wild stat about like the U.S. and their inability to keep a clean sheet in international play six years ago. Like we could just we gave up goals. We either won like three to two or we lost three to two, and that's just like how she went. Like, and I remember there being I can't remember this was early on in my like soccer fanatic phase when it was beginning, but I remember <laughs> watching a, a a group of pundits that all had European accents talking about like the first thing that you have to do to learn how to like win tournament soccer is to not give up goals. I mean, it's kind of like playoff basketball or or March basketball. It's just different. Well, like when Sam Allardyce would take over a relegation struggler, you know what they did? They went four, four, two, they didn't give up any goals. And then they worried about scoring. And, And the thing is, is that like, we've seen tournament teams just like be like, we're really good at defense, deal with it. And like, we've given up one goal and it was a penalty to Gareth Bale. Okay. Okay. And, and look, do we think that the Netherlands has more attacking talent than England? No, no, like, like, they like, don't. And, and they're playing, might be the player of the tournament at the moment, but overall, and, and they're going to play with a five back. So like, okay. Wait, okay. I, I mean, how many goal England scored? What? Nine goals in group play. And they scored zero of them against us. Mm-hmm. Like well, this yeah. isn't like an English. You, this isn't like an England team. This wasn't a bad round group stage for England. England went out and laid the absolute wood to two out of their three opponents and then got outplayed by the U.S. This isn't like an English team that's like limping through and they scored two goals. Right. Like England has been as promised other than when they played us and we beat them, we, we bludgeoned choked. them to death. I mean, in their, the last two, their last two tournaments were the World Cup semi and the, the final of the Euros. Like, this they're not is a- bad good England team and this isn't and this isn't like a Gareth Southgate we're going to play five in the back and and whatever but this is this is a, a an attacking English side um right and they're they're just they they were not ready for us which is weird but I'll say this going into this last game go, or going into the round of 16 um if you dear listener are like well well we need to do this we need to do that go look at Mexico Go look at where their situation right now, right? We, we once again, Greg Ber- and Greg Berhalter gets so much shit from so many places. But the fact of the matter is, is that every single time he has needed to answer the bell, he has. He and has. If you're, if you're hashtag Berhalter out and you are still out there posting that he plays too many MLS guys and he was a coward with his substitutes and just shut up, log off and stop putting your stupidity into the world. Just go away. Just go away. Because the fact of the matter is, is that this, this, we now have an opportunity to have the best result in the his, in the modern history of American soccer. Hey, because you know what? The 2002 World Cup that everybody remembers with rose-colored glasses, we lost game three and backed in. Sure did. Thank like you. We, that's Portugal. Or South uh, Korea. South Korea. Lost Thank you, South, South Korea. Korea. Backed in because Poland, no, South Korea... No, it's it's South Korea beat Portugal. South Korea beat Portugal. And then we backed in. Yes. So, you know what? (laughs) We haven't, we haven't lost. Like, think about that. We, we went up against a a, a Welsh team, a, an Iranian team and an English team, all of which are coherent sides, good sides. We did not lose. And look, that's not, nothing is promised against Netherlands. They're a good side. They're better than we are, but you know what? So is Mexico. So is England. And if you want to tell me that that we have a a penalty shootout, I take Matt Turner. 
I don't care. I'll take Matt Turner against almost any keeper in the world. I say almost because Belgium has a pretty good one and so does Germany. And I'll take him against Pickford just for what it's worth. Um, but I, I, I mean, to be fair, he, it's crazy. He really, this, this, ha- I mean, who knows? The Netherlands game could go how it goes, but this wasn't some Tim Howard miracle against no, England no. that kept us in here. Like the dude's barely been challenged. No, yeah, like, but, like, but that's my thing is like, we play zero, zero games and it comes down to is Matt Turner a better shot stopper than whoever he goes up against. Cool. I'll I'd take be that. I'm curious to see the cumulative XG from the group stage because like, we, I, I just saw it. It was like 1.6 to 1.3 for today's Today? game. So yeah. then it's 1.2.8 and it's like 3.3. Okay. Versus like two, two and a half. I mean, uh, not a lot. yeah. I mean, for us, it would probably be 1.6, 2.2, 2.9, 3. Yeah. We, we probably lost the cumulative XG battle 3.3 to 3, but 0.8 of our XG against was a penalty. Oh, Wales. Yeah. Yeah. So for, so an open play, it's like 3 to 2.5. Yeah. And like, you know what? If we if we've learned anything about Greg Berhalter, but that's also I will say that's also playing England. Yeah, like you right. kind of have to handicap that because you like England is. I mean, I know we tied them and everything, and but they're a top five side of it in the every world. Every group has a has a top eight team in the world. All right, seven of the eight groups have a top <laughs> seven team in the world, and then freaking. But you know what? The group that's but for what it's worth, the 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 group that Netherlands is coming out of. I mean they're they're probably number eight like they're not slouches well i'm actually looking at elo rankings right now which i like better than the fifa rankings netherlands is four in those there you go so (laughs) so look look, they're really we're not we're not splitting hairs on xg against like how freaking honduras and panama like we we played two uefa teams in our group and a, a and an Iran team, team that like never lost in qualifying. Like this was on paper. I think that it had the highest average, and certainly the highest um, uh, had had the highest average and the highest median of any group with the ELO rankings. Yeah, I and mean, we, Wales and, Wales barely made it, and they're like they were ranked like ahead of us. I think. Yeah, like, yeah. Come, come, like coming or something. coming into the tournament, we were the lowest ranked team in our group. Um, and the, and, and you know what? We choked him out. We choked out everybody that we played. This was um, very reminiscent of the gold cup. Like in the gold cup, we tended to score late. This one, we got it about half about, you know, at halftime, but it was, uh, you know what? We're going to win one to nothing. You're not going to get anything and ho-ho, move on to the next one. And, and, and that's what I was going to say. And that's what I sort of want to end with is that we've now seen Greg Berhalter in tournament settings three times, right? In true, true tournament settings, right? Cause qualifying wasn't tournament, right? That was just do the job get through it whatever he's played the gold cup a couple times but yeah right so okay so his last three tournaments this one the nation's league and the gold cup and dude just get gets it done right and he doesn't and and he he's taught it's so funny to watch because like i think that there's a class of fan and it's probably one-to-one with the 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 venn diagram with with (laughs) berhalter out and this type of fan it's like Uh they want to play this like very free-flowing disorganize the opponent with the ball style that Berhalter claimed that he wanted to do. But you know what? When push comes to shove, Berhalter is as pragmatic as Josie Mourinho. He's like, I don't care. I don't care. We will win one, nothing. We will choke you out with our defense and we have enough talent up front to make it work. And that's just sort of what we do. And you know what? In a tournament setting, do you think Netherlands is excited to play against us? Cause I don't. 
I don't think they want to go up against us. I'd have to look at the second place teams, but like we might be like the last place choice for who do you want? Well, there's, I think whatever Qatar's group is, I think had Senegal. A- Senegal, second place team. It, it's Senegal without Sadio Mane, right? And like I don't with think. Sadio Mane, it, it was weird. It was very poetic the way that like the the probably the, the the best pot two and the best pot three teams ended up in Qatar's group. <laughs> yeah, um, but like uh, you, you look at who's who's in second. I mean, it's Senegal, us. Um, I think Argentina might end up as as second in their group, and they're no, definitely someone Pol- you don't want to play. Poland. Oh, Poland's going to end up second. second? The second, the, by percentages, the most likely second place teams are Senegal, us, Poland, Denmark. Germany is the correct answer. Ooh. Morocco, Switzerland, tough. and Uruguay. Yeah, you don't want to play Germany. No. No. Although well, I, I find it very funny that Germany has come into this tournament, like just like sort of like sleepwalking and they're like, oh, we have to, we have to get up. Okay. We're, we'll, we'll get up for our last game and we're just going to kick the ever loving shit out of Costa Rica. Cause you know, that's coming. Yeah. Oh, Costa Rica's Costa Rica's frisky. No, I, Japan, I, Japan did them such a absolute solid. Yeah. yeah. Holy like, cow. Or Costa Rica did, excuse me, Costa Rica did Germany such an absolute solid. It's a shame that for like their valor of keeping them alive, they're not going to be sacrificed. By oh, yeah. <laughs> Germany thanks, is going thanks to for the hand. They're, they're going to the shake hand their hands before the game, say thank you so much, and then they're going to pound them to dust. Yeah, that's not going to be fun. But um, what is going to be fun, and and you can tell your your your, your uh, L Tree supporters this because they won't know, is moving on to the round of 16. That's going to be fun as hell. Um, and next, this upcoming Saturday, um, lot to look no, forward I, to. I thought that the math on Mexico though, is if they, if they absolutely trounce Saudi Arabia, like they pretty much are, they'll get, they can go through on their own accord with four points. They have to flip the goal differential, but like, it's not impossible that Mexico like figures it out and scores a shit ton of goals on Saudi Arabia. It is a um, 15% chance. Yeah. They would, there they is would a chance. Need... And there's a chance. They, they would need to beat the ever-living shit out of a Saudi Arabia team that could k- still conceivably go through. So and also yeah. beat Argentina. Yeah. Like, so, so you know, things. Um, but, uh, but anyways, uh, dear listener, we could probably talk about this all day, but we'll, uh, we'll get back to it later. Um, you can find Ben at halfspaces.com as well as at BL Herald. He'll have grades up from this game on. Um, I'm going to shoot for tomorrow night. By by, so for your Thursday commute while you're sitting in traffic, you can scroll uh, halfspaces.com. Um, don't do that. Don't do that while you're driving. Like that, that click play to listen button. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, you can find uh, Kevin on Reddit somewhere, probably in the weather app uh, part of Reddit. Um, you can find my and also at Kev Kwiatkowski, Kev underscore Kwiatkowski. Underscore. Kev underscore Kukowski. You can find my co-host at Mr. Mojo Rising 89. You can find me at Diamonds Esquire, but usually I'm the guy behind the main account at TLS TDS. No underscores, no N. Um, we're not on Instagram because we don't need to be. And like uh, like Burhalter, we do not do anything that we don't absolutely have to do. Um, uh, thank you to our sponsors, Smith Workforce Management Group, whoever Blue Wire decided to put in, um, Paramount Plus, as well as uh, the concept of freedom. We appreciate you. Um, please like subscribe, share, tell your friends, tell your non-soccer loving friends, because, um, now's the time where, where you get to crow a little bit. Um, and obviously dear listener, we couldn't and wouldn't do this without you. So thank you so much. And we will see you next time.
Podcast Network.